Hi guys, welcome to our podcast. I'm Titi. And I'm Ani. And today we have a special guest named Fatin. Hi, Hello. Fatin. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> you want to introduce yourself and maybe let our viewers know a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my name is Fatin and Titi and I met a few years ago when we were in university. And even though we haven't lived in the same continent, for the past few years, we've never lost touch and love to catch up whenever we can. So here we are. That's wonderful. Our virtual worlds are really keeping us connected for sure. For sure. Um, so one topic that we've been, Titi and I have both been wanting to talk about, it is um, relationships and money. We've, ha- we've noticed that um, with our relationships with men and our like connections with men, there's always that hesit- hesitant sort of situation where it's always the men who feel like it's a little bit ego driven. Um, so that's something we wanted to discuss today. And we did ask some of our Instagram followers to put in their input about that as well. So like 50, 58% of our followers, they said that it should be a man who pays. And then another 42% said that, no, that's not the case. Because we live in an equal world or where things are changing and women are more financially independent. So they think that a woman should pay. And we want to know, like, how, what do you think about this? So I, I thought about it when I saw the poll on Instagram myself. And I thought it was an interesting question in the way it was written because like, should he, I don't know. I think it's a strong word like that, putting that as a, you know, that he has to do it. Yeah. So I don't think he should or he shouldn't. I think it's how the date goes and how naturally it feels. And I do believe that either party can offer to do it and it's totally fine. I wouldn't be... I personally wouldn't be disappointed or I wouldn't hold that against him if he was to just uh, share the bill, if I was to offer and he accepts, you know, I think it's totally reasonable because of what you said, things are changing. And uh, if we want to be treated as equal, we got to act like it. Um, it's something that I've always dived into because I found the conversation very interesting. Um, so one thing that um, I was looking into is rather than should it be this person or that person, it's more like who should pay for the first date or for those first initial interactions. And um, one thing that I think would be interesting to look into is um, in terms of like gender and things like that, um, I think that it, it doesn't really matter um, whether it is a male or a female or whatever your um, gender identification or your um, sexual orientation is, it's more um, as a human being, do you want to be treated a certain way? Like I know some women who would feel like, oh, if the man doesn't feel pay for the first date, they would not have a second one. I've, I've heard some stories where some men also expect certain things. So they would, they would, of course, be more than happy to pay for the first date and wouldn't think much about it. But um, whenever they notice that the woman isn't actually um, offering to split or even try to offer paying for the whole thing, or if they're too comfortable with the man paying and kind of are expecting, then that man would not exactly be looking forward to a second date in that case as well. Um, So I've seen some dynamics. And I think the main thing is that a lot of people go into first dates with a little bit too much expectations. And I think that's the main thing. When you respect someone enough to give them your time like that, 
I don't think that it should really matter who really ends up paying. At the end of the day, I think it's more like you should be able to cover yourself regardless of the situation. There are men, unfortunately, who um, would be more than happy to pay for the first aid, but expect a lot in return. Um, and I think that um, women also expect a lot in return too. I would uh, say it's the other way. Like some men, they're generally sweet and they just, they want to show kindness. So for them, they're like, oh, let me just pay for it. And they don't expect anything in return. But for me personally, I think that it should be split 50-50 because it's like, uh, unless like one person's not working, but if you're both working and you have both financial, a way of like supporting yourself financially, then it should be half until like, let's say like you're dating longer or you're deeper in the relationship, then it's okay if like somebody else grabs the bill one or the other. It, it can happen more uh, naturally in a way that, for example, let's say the date has been organized by one or the other. The, let's say the guy, he chose the restaurant, he chose the time, he chose, you know, the girl has no idea where she's going, whatever. And I think it's reasonable that he pays because, she, you know what I mean? Like she, she, maybe she was expecting to go to Starbucks and he takes her to a $500 dinner thing. I don't think it's reasonable uh, for him to expect to share the, the bill. And, and the other way around, like if she was the one organizing, she shouldn't expect him to pay a $500 bill if she's the one who chose that. So I think that's a good way to, to see who um, is responsible for the bill. And if it's just like, oh, let's just go on a date, take a walk, and we end, end up in a coffee, a coffee shop, whatever, then yeah, each person can grab their bill. It was, um, it just kind of happened to you both together and all that. So it happens more naturally like that. So I, I think to me, that's a good way. Like if I'm the one organizing, uh, what whether it's a restaurant or bigger like a concert or something and I want that I, I don't think I would expect the other person to chip in yeah that's interesting because it's true we don't always know the person's financial situation and we can just assume and make that mistake that oh they're able to afford it but really we don't know what their struggles are and and um, I think uh, it shouldn't be such a big deal if you let things happen naturally in a genuine way like you said some women expect to be treated uh, on the first date or they or that but if you really just go in a genuine way to a bar and you order first round and the bill comes if he says i'll get it you can say sure but i'll definitely get the next one and there goes the night you know then you kind of equals it's still sweet because he did get the first round and then you you do get the entire next bill and so i think it's still respectful you know you show that you care for each other and things like that i just want to mention that annie you talked about men who are happy to to pay and all that or women do that expect to for, for the men to pay on the first date otherwise it's a no-go i can argue that there's plenty of men that feel the need and the one to pay on the first date as a form of masculinity or ego you know whether that's good or bad it's not my 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 to say but yeah, I know plenty, some of are my friends and we can argue about this all night that they're like, no, I need to show I'm a man and therefore I'm the one who's going to grab the bill. Whether he has something behind, you know, expectations or not, it's a different story. But I think there's so many different people out there and how they treat this issue, finding people to pair with each other. 
the one who expects to be treated and the one who expects to pay, they will match and be happy together. Um, so that's one thing I wanted to talk about as well, because um, whenever I was having that conversation with one of my friends who said she's had a lot of uncomfortable encounters with the whole men being a little pushy towards that whole, I want to pay, you can't take half the bill or whatever kind of thing. But telling her this like one story of what happened to me. So it bothered me a lot when I first dating. And um, there was this one person who like never let me pay. And for some reason that made me, I think just in general, I'm one of those people who doesn't like people paying for me in general. Um, so what I had done is I, I said, I'm going to the bathroom and I went and paid the bill. The arguments and everything that followed after that scenario was just so not worth it. So um, from that, I learned that like, of course, I'll, I'm more than happy and I'm more than um, financially ready to pay for myself in any situation. Um, as I think many people should be because if you are if you want to date I feel like there you should be putting money aside to do that because especially in the in the um I guess the dating scene these days I feel like it's it's sort of not like like one date and then oh we clicked and it was beautiful like cinderella story type of thing i think that there's a lot of dates that go in that being said there's a lot of things you could do for free as well for sure did you try to tell the guy how you felt yeah i i think i explained myself very clearly but it was more him and his issues and mm-hmm. i think he needed to, fi- to figure that out and um we're still together so you know <laughs> so I, guess, I guess we've got it down now <laughs> Yeah, so it's funny because I've had uh, dates that I've been on and I've paid for the guy. But then the guy in return, he expected sex because he's like, oh, she's doing all this. That means she's willing to like do more for me kind of thing. For me, it's like it was a step back because... I'm like, I'm the one who's offering you. It doesn't mean like you're going to get sex out of this. I don't even know how to make sense of guys like that. I think in bill or no bill, the guy who expects that, it's a red flag. Um, so I have a lot of older sisters who, um, when they were dating, I was a lot younger. And, it, and I guess when I was eventually entering the dating scene, I kind of picked up on their experiences with these type of things. And that was the main thing that they mentioned. Don't let a guy pay for everything because he will expect something in return. So I think that sort of clouded by judgment going into it as well i unlike you you know i i really enjoy the you go i go um type thing we take care of each other and i don't know i would like to believe that there is plenty of guys out there that just are genuine and don't necessarily offer to pay to have some sort of power over to expect something in return many situations it comes down to what you put out there too like i mean if at some point you notice that he has something in mind that you don't agree with whether he paid or not well i'm gonna say that's not what i had in mind from there you can see if it's something we can get over or if that's the end of it i do think it's better when people are on equal uh, level uh, regarding finances and, and things like that but it shouldn't be a deal breaker especially on his side on either side if she's paying she shouldn't be expecting anything from him either basically what i'm saying is to just try and be genuine with each other regardless of who decides to grab the bill. I do, I'm optimist and I hope that there are people out there that are just doing it for the hell of it. Uh, yeah, I also think it, it's like a matter of respect and how you're raised, like, how are you going to treat the other person? And for me, it's like, oh, you kind of show that with the little gestures of picking up the bill. But if you're expecting something, part of you doesn't fully respect that person enough to say, okay, no, I'm just doing it for the kindness of my heart. Oh, definitely. It's, it's definitely part of how you, you were raised. 
because or or the culture you come from so here in canada it's the first place i've been to where you can have separate bills like in i'm from morocco in morocco or back in france it's really not common if you want to share the bill you do your own math you know what i mean like no waiter is going to give you multiple bills they don't have time for that and so it's more in the culture for one person to grab the bill and then the other like the next time someone else grabs the bill culturally you wouldn't expect on a date to share the bill you don't do it with your friends so what would you do it with your date if you respect that person the same way you respect your friends right especially if you hope to see that person again because then they can grab the bill next time i agree because i think like in our culture because we're more like the asian side so they like the men when they would pay they expect more and it has a lot to do with control too it's a way for them to like control the woman and say oh well i'm paying for you i want this in return but you mentioned that um we wouldn't have this conversation amongst like platonic relationships but for some reason in um romantic relationships it seems to be a big factor and i think that's where we need to make some changes (laughs) because um that is true um I just feel like um, the whole, like, as I mentioned earlier, the whole expectations thing, um, you really shouldn't be expecting much when you're, when you're going into a first date. Um, you should really just let things naturally take its course. And um, time will only show, you know. So if, if, if you find that this person is, um, the date is financially driven from the very beginning, or if there's, like, some things like, oh, I forgot my wallet. Um, oh, Yeah. Like, um, to be just a side note, by the way, like what kind of a person forgets their wallet at home? Like your ID in case of emergencies, your health card, like your key. Yeah, how did you get here? Yeah. <laughs> and like, do you expect me to like walk you home? Are you taking a cab? Like you need to, you need to have your wallet on your person at all times to get through life. And I just feel like the whole, I forgot my, my wallet on a date. is just, that's just bullshit, honestly. For sure. I've heard stories too, where girls, they say a guy should pay the first day because because it shows chivalry but i don't think him paying necessarily shows that he can do other little things as well and i've had heard a lot of girls too that say yeah they go on a date with a guy just to get a free meal out of it so that yeah um yeah that was like okay but don't you just want to get to know the person? Wouldn't you want more? Like something romantically other than just using them? Um, going back to what Tiana mentioned about chivalry. So whenever I hear that word, I often also hear chivalry is dead. To a certain point, I guess it is dead. But do we really want it alive? That's a good question. Do we really, do we really need it? I feel like like certain things have been pressured amongst men so much. I mean, really just treat us with respect and be nice. It could become a beautiful thing, you know? It doesn't really matter if you're paying or opening doors for me or kissing my feet. <laughs> <laughs> just be a good, respectful person and that's all that's really needed. Yeah, it goes both ways too. Like if, I get, if you're expecting that from the guy, you should... Because chivalry comes with good and bad, right? He's gonna pay for a meal and open the door, kiss your feet, whatever. But at the same time, he can tell you to stay home if he wants to because he's the man. Tell you your dress is too short, things like that. It comes with the territory. You have to be careful what you wish for. And also, like you said, there's so many different ways to show uh, care and respect. Being on time, having good conversation, showing interest in what you are and what you do 
wanting a second date, walking together back to the subway, to the cab, caring for each other if you got home. Because I feel like checking the bill, honestly, at the end of the day, it's an easy move to do. We're not in, the, in a day where that's impressive anymore. Women are financially responsible and capable of taking care of themselves. Just one, one thing, because you mentioned platonic relationships. I don't know for sure that this issue doesn't come up in platonic relationships. Sometimes we're at the restaurant or at the bar or whatever and the bill comes and people look at each other you know what i mean like okay what do we do now (laughs) and so i do think it happens in those situations too and you just have to navigate it um i don't know i don't know if this is a little bit off topic but i was just wondering like um what are your um both of your red flags when it comes to these type of interactions are there any ideas that you would suggest for um to navigate these better i guess so um so i'll just like give like my own little thought on it first i feel like um you should really try to go for like more free activities especially considering this year and a lot of people struggling with finances you really don't have to spend on a first date you could just go sit in the park and you know just have a great conversation and um yeah just i just i just don't feel like there needs to be any spending even involved a lot of the times i think another thing that that does is it it removes that factor yeah so what do you guys think about that as well for me personally i love to go for a lot of walks and hikes so that's what i would suggest and plus if it's the first time i'm meeting them i'd rather a public space than to just go somewhere else where i don't know you or secluded that and i'll straight up tell them oh okay this is my financial situation i can't afford this can we go like someplace that costs less i you know i'm the because I'm like if I don't know the guy I'm not gonna go on a hike in the middle of nowhere just the two of us alone in nature i think my go-to is drinks going to a bar um not too late at the end of the day um, for the evening and that way i always know there are probably going to be multiple rounds and it makes it easier for me to know that it's going to be a you go i go type situation and I try to have the, the billing thing happen as naturally as possible. For example, I remember once I arrived late on the date and I really hate being late. And so I paid for the first round right away. It felt natural as a, I'm sorry to be late. So I really enjoy places where you do that. You go, I go, I take the bill and you can take the next. Unless it's a very fancy place, a restaurant and, and things like that, which I avoid on, on first date. I don't like to go on like some fancy meal or something. I think it's too much pressure. Uh, too distracting honestly because I'm here to focus on the person if I'm somewhere where the food is crazy amazing I'm going to be too focused on the food <laughs> and so if the bill for some reason is just very big then I would I would say yeah let's let's just fit the bill and keep it easy so that would be my go-to somewhere where coffee shop or cozy bar that doesn't feel too official people hang out there after work as for red flag you know it's a good question I I never thought of it because I'm more like, I'll just go with the flow and see how I feel it. But one for sure is somebody who's just obsessed, like you described, with uh, the need to pay that it's becoming. He's offended that you would even offer or something like that because I don't like men that have something to prove to themselves in that regard. I don't like that. We can stay friends. And that's that because I enjoy a mutual respect on the same level like and it never happened to me and i don't know anybody who that happened to but the i forgot my wallet thing (laughs) just a cartoon situation (laughs) like like, really (laughs) okay you can go to the dishes in the back 
Yeah, I'll have to agree with that as well. Like, I, I think that um, even if it's a friend of mine or if it's a, a, a guy that I'm interested in, I just feel like if you're pushing to pay the bill so much to the point where I'm feeling very uncomfortable, that makes the whole um, relationship dynamic feel very financially driven. And I feel disrespected. And I lose respect for you a little bit as well. Yeah, I, I agree with what both of you said too. For me, it's like if he's very pushy and very insistent and he, he doesn't take no for an answer, he'll keep pushing until you finally say it. Good point, because um, the whole saying no to the bill, that's the very start of toxic behavior. So that's just going to continue with other things that come in in further dates as well. It's like a snowball effect with certain men, the ones that we don't really allow in this space. <laughs> <laughs> No, for sure. And I, I would argue that uh, even with friends and family, to be honest, like I often feel a little uneasy when a friend or family member is always either taking the bill or doing favors that you didn't ask for or just like over. They don't they don't do it malicious something, but you would feel that you owe them something back and you will feel that you have to one way or the other give them something back and or you can't say no if they ask for something because they did so much for you and i think that's a index for a toxic relationship even though it came from a good heart i think it's important to keep things on an equal balance between people whether it's romantic or not yeah i i, I agree it doesn't only extend to just relationships with family as well and uh like you're saying before um how come we don't do that with friendships but we only expect that from like romantic partners so what is the worst date you've been on in a way that you were definitely not on the same page in terms of expectation or things like that? I don't really think I've had situations like that because before I go on a date with someone, I'll talk to them for a while and I'll communicate and feel it out before I agree to go on a date. So for me, it's just I'll talk it out and I wouldn't expect anything. I think the worst situation that I've had, it wasn't even too extreme really. Um, but I think it was just that um, I didn't want to do what he wanted to do. Um, so he wanted to go to like more like, um, I think it was like some sort of an art show and it was a bit pricey and I wasn't able, I was um, a lot younger and I wasn't able to pay for it. Um, so I suggested um, coffee instead. And then we were just walking around um, downtown Montreal. And I think that throughout the date, I could, I just read his body language and just realized how much he was just not liking that I wasn't submitting to whatever he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, we didn't see each other after that, of course. So <laughs> easily got out of that one. Did you ever go back to that art show? Nope. <laughs> I wanted to. I definitely did. But you know, it is what it is. If you if you can't afford it, you shouldn't break the bank just to be with the person. No, for sure. Definitely not. And they should understand that. Like it shouldn't be a deal breaker on either side. Because like we said, you're there to get to know the person in front of you anyway. The situation of the date is just bonus. And what about you? Any bad ones? Yeah, I have one in mind. Honestly, the date was fine. It was great. We had a really cool conversation. You know, it sounded very smart and kind. The date really like was very natural. The conversation was very natural. It was not awkward. Grabbing drinks, talking about he was into cooking a lot. So we're exchanging recipes and things like that. It was really awesome. Anyway, but by the end of the day, like we kissed and it was very nice and things like that. And I was like, okay, it was very nice to see each other again. You know, like I'm on the go now, it's really late and things like that. And I was like, no, do you want to come to my place? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh no, no, I'm, I'm fine, but we'll talk again. And it was very pussy in that 
that matter? And and then straight up said something like, I'm not I'm not sure it was a long time ago, the words, but it was something like, it's now or never. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. And so that was it. And I'm like, what did you think was going to happen? That was going to be like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I really need to jump on this, literally. <laughs> and so I was like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, it's the most... And that was it. I think I was mentioning rules earlier. Like, I know that there's rules of, like, first dates where you shouldn't kiss on a first date. You shouldn't diss on a first date. You should be ordering certain type of food. You should be dressing a certain way. I think that women feel that pressure a lot more. And I think that rules in general just need to... With all those rules, I think that just makes it a lot more of an uncomfortable situation when it really doesn't have to be. I also think that guys feel that pressure too because some of them get nervous and they're like, oh, how am I supposed to act? Am I supposed to treat her nice? How do I treat her? How do I act? Like so much goes on in their head too that we don't think of. For sure, but I think on either side, being a little anxious in a cute way is okay. Oh, uh, is he gonna like me? Is she gonna enjoy the date? Did did I pick a good place for the date? Whatever, you know, like that's like cute anxiety. I don't want to even say anxiety, just like apprehension, you know, excited. But uh, what Annie is talking about, the rules, what you should be doing, how you should be acting, dressed or things like that, I think very, very toxic in a way that, first of all, uh, they don't let you be yourself. And so who are you presenting on the date anyway? And the other point is conform. Everybody following the rules, then you're just dating the same person over and over again. And you don't see the real personality behind the person and their own specific light um, which I think is uh, is unfortunate. So yeah, I, I I think rules are stupid and made by very old-fashioned people who aren't dating anymore anyway. So <laughs> I think we can just forget all that and um, as much as possible try to be ourselves. I have a good example. I have a friend of mine who has a very very hard time being herself with guys she dates and she keeps asking friends for advice me included should i wear this or that or should i uh, even in an ongoing uh, dating relationship even if it's not the first time should i answer him this or that or should i and all i can say i don't want to be rude or unhelpful as a friend or things like that but i i answer the question but then i say but it doesn't matter what i think because he's not dating me and he doesn't want to know what i want to wear or what i what i want to say he wants to know you and you're sabotaging it i know it's scary to really show you because then if he doesn't like it it's personal but that's the point of a relationship it's to get personal and sometimes it, it works and sometimes it it fails and that should be okay. I think the pressure of being liked, uh, not being the one, to be the one to say stop to a relationship, to be the one that didn't like the guy. I think we have a lot of pressure socially in that way that you don't want to feel like a loser or something like that. So it's easier to put on a face than just to show yourself and maybe he likes, maybe he doesn't. Interesting. Do you, do you think that a lot of it too has to do with because us as a society, we try to promote not having negative feelings and it's like instant gratification. We always want to feel good about ourselves. So anything that like anything that harms us, we try to protect against it. You feel like that's why she, she tries to hide her true self? I think it's possible. Like I've been thinking about it a lot because it happens so often that you want to be appreciated for what you put out there instead of who, who you are. I mean, an easy example is a Instagram generation that it's all about what you 
show rather than who you are that's what people like or dislike and i think it's the same situation here in real life which is she would rather just show uh, what she thinks is the general thing that's going to be liked rather than be her own special person annie how do you feel about that um well i had i wanted to mention a bit of a side note especially with like the whole instagram thing i remember going on one particular date where so we met online and then the moment that we first saw each other the first thing that came out of his mouth his mouth was you look just like your picture and i'm like well yeah i mean <laughs> what, were you, what were you really like did you think i was like i don't know i didn't i wasn't really i don't know what to even think in that sort of situation that initial reaction just made me feel a little bit like mm, i don't know kind of thing and i think that it definitely does play a big role with the dating scene right now because a lot of people are meeting online i don't i don't really hear about many people who are in the class or a coffee shop where we saw each other at university or work i unfortunately don't hear that very often anymore which is a little sad but yeah. i considering the whole pandemic i guess i don't know maybe it, it is what it is that um, friend that you were describing i i definitely was that person before and it took a lot of i guess practicing because it wasn't very easy to follow my gut you kind of just have to push yourself you look at yourself and you see this image but then you're, you're not able to see the inside having to look within and understanding yourself it's a bit of a journey and i i always say this to people now because i think that in many instances I was dating when I wasn't ready to date. You have to know yourself and be able to love that person before you put yourself into those situations. Yeah, like you said, like if you don't know yourself, it's a little bit hard to put yourself out there. And another thing, not being scared of being rejected. It takes practice and uh, maturity too, because I feel like when we're younger, you don't really know how to manage your personality or your emotions, and so it's, it's a little bit more complicated. Yeah, definitely. If you're just coming out of a relationship, you shouldn't be going on dates, because then what if it doesn't work out? You're definitely going to get that rejection and affect your self-esteem too, and how you see yourself. I think throughout this um, recording, we've, we've talked about it a little bit here and there, the whole, does this person like me? What does he think about me? This, that. And I think that um, one thing that I noticed, it's really more about, do you like that person? Are you okay with them? Rather than, are they okay with you? I feel like that's a lot more important. I know that I have my flaws and I accept them. I'm trying to see if I accept this person and their flaws rather than do they accept mine? Because I know I, I accept mine and I'm the only person that really needs to. Because that's just me being sassy, but... <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it's great um, to put it that way because uh, how I see it is who I am and how they feel about it is just a filter. Let's say you, you, you have this thing about you that you're afraid they're not going to like. I think it's important to put it out there at the very beginning and that's going to be your filter right there to see if it's even worth it because if he or she doesn't like that then i'm like but that's really who i am therefore i am not interested if you don't like that about me yeah that's why uh communication is super super important not just like the verbal but also learning to read facial expressions body language everything else thank you so much for joining us on our podcast Betsy. this is really insightful grateful that you were able to join us on this episode about relationship and finances yeah i don't know about you guys but um through through these conversations i feel like i really learn a lot and that's one of the main reasons why i i love doing these podcasts because we learn a lot too by opening conversation about these things for sure yeah so thank you again 
everyone for joining us today. Yeah, and what you said, it's always good to like see how somebody has a different perspective in you and they educate you too on things that you thought were kind of right, but it just opens up your mind more. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun and it definitely makes you ask questions you never asked yourself before because I never thought about these things um, this way or, or this or that. And so it definitely expands the way you think about relationships in general and the dynamic between the two people that you wouldn't have before that. So thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, so if, if you really enjoyed our podcast, be sure to like, subscribe uh, on our YouTube channel at Annie and Titi, or we have a Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. Yeah. <laughs>